Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back. We're bitching. We've been away, but now we're here to stay. I didn't mean that to rhyme. That is so lame. Just a quick disclosure before this week's app. We recorded it in the delicious Soderberg in Soho, but you'll hear there is quite a bit of background noise, so sorry, and listen at your ears' peril. We'd like to thank the absolutely amazing radio and podcast producer, Emma Corsham, who used her five spare minutes today to help us level out those noises. Trust me, it was a lot worse before Emma came and saved us. But still, apologies, and I promise next week we'll be back, we'll be bitching, and we'll be quieter. Enjoy! Hello, welcome back. You've got a bit of sugar on your face. Oh, thank you. Get We're eating um, <coughs> cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon buns at Soderberg in Soho, who have been very nice and they've turned on music for us. Thank you, so guys. Shout out to them. Shout out to Soderberg. Although we're probably going to have them. Um, I think there's, a, there's a, a group of people here on holiday. So if there is swearing in French, we <laughs> are sorry. Apologies on their behalf. Sorry for the background noise as well. You might hear a bit of this and a bit of this. Mm. <laughs> They're very tasty. We've been away. Tilly's been employed. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been away doing some things, had to see a man about a dog, and now I'm back. Welcome and back. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Should we say... What, what the news you put out a whole cryptic message <laughs> to everyone, should we say... We have some really exciting news. Yeah. You I'm put- having a baby. <laughs> no, mum, mum, don't worry, I'm not. Um, oh my god! We are really, really excited that we have some guests coming on yes. upcoming episodes. Some very, very exciting guests. Very exciting. Can we say who they no, are? Okay. No, it's okay. secret. But you will soon find out, and and you will know who they are. You will know their names. Yeah. And faces. Yeah. So this is bitching. This is bitching. Every week we bitch about somebody new. Mm-hmm. We delve into them, dissect them. And this week we're doing the artist formerly known. <laughs> we're doing Kevin Spacey. Before we even begin, yeah, go on. I'm not. Neither of us are about to come to the conclusion that Kevin Spacey is good. So, don't worry about that. Yes, we're not going to be defending Kevin Spacey. We're going to be, I guess, kind of talking about... How he's bad. How he's bad. Him as an actor and all that shit. That's what I was going to say. Do you not even think he's good at... Yeah, I think he's a tremendous actor. There you go. What is interesting to me, this is something I'm fascinated by, is because often people say, oh, to be a a good actor, you need lots of empathy. And I think that is complete and utter bollocks. Yeah, I know a lot of psychopathic actors. Exactly. I think think full-blown psychopath means that you Mm. can understand what humans should look like when they're feeling things without feeling anything yourself. Yeah. I've known a few of those Hi. in my time. <laughs> it's me. No, no, you're not. You're not. There was a time when I thought maybe you could be, but you're not. When you called me Peter Mandelson. Yeah, I did do that, didn't I? That was I've never got over it. Have you never got over it? Because of my high empathy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I find actors interesting for a stop, probably because I am one, and I'm a massive narcissist. <laughs> but in terms of, I'd love someone to do a study with actors and empathy levels and see. But even then, they'd be such good actors, they'd be able to fool whoever is doing the study. I, and I, I've always thought, Kevin Spacey's always creeped me out. Always. Even when I didn't know he was a... An A nonce. Shall I weed? Shall I weed? <laughs> You've already weed. Shall I weed um, Kevin Spacey's um, wiki? Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey Fowler, KBE. What does that mean? Uh, something of the British Empire. That's good he got given an honorary knighthood, didn't he? Because he's not British. Oh, that must be what it is. Yeah. Okay. Born July the twenty sixth, nineteen fifty nine, which means he is sixty this year. In July. Yeah. Is an American actor, producer, and singer. Singer in invoke. He began his career as a stage actor during the 1980s before obtaining sporting roles in film and television. He gained critical acclaim in the 1990s that culminated in the first Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for the neo-noir crime thriller The Usual Suspects and Academy Award for Best Actor for the midlife crisis theme drama American Beauty 1999. I always thought American Beauty was about a horse. No, that's Black Beauty. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and blah, 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 blah. He's done lots of sexual assault. <laughs> it <laughs> goes go. on to say. <laughs> he was artistic director of the Old Vic Theatre yeah. in London for 11 years. And everyone done been knew that he was yeah. a person. Yeah, I think we've said this in a previous podcast. Yeah. We knew, everybody knew, we all knew. Have you seen the video? So, okay, we need to put some context around. Yeah. So the video, for anyone who doesn't know... So Kevin was rightly fired from, from his job on House of Cards. Netflix series House of Cards. Yes, where he plays Frank Underwood, who is a slimy Democrat politician um, in the vein of Bill Clinton, etc., um, who frequently breaks the fourth wall to talk directly to the audience. It's a very magnetic performance. He uploaded a video of him in his own kitchen at home. He's clearly filmed it himself and done it in iMovie. <laughs> Fair play. Of him, of him giving this, I don't know, self-tape to do his own role again. I don't, I don't know what's it going on. It is the most single terrifying thing I've ever seen. You yes. know Luther with the tongue out? <laughs> it is nothing. It has nothing on this. It, yeah. He wrote it on Christmas Eve, didn't he? Yeah. Like, Merry <laughs> Christmas, kids. I'm coming down your chimney. <laughs> look out. It's Look, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I need to YouTube this, don't. Yeah, don't if you're alone. He basically says, uh, none of this is true. Yeah. I didn't do anything that they think I did, and I'm going to do everything I can to prove that I didn't do it. But he looks very intensely at the camera and is sort of holding a knife while yeah. he's saying it all. It's really, really strange. But do you not just think he did it because he misses acting? Because for my money... So I've been out of work now, full disclosure. I've been out of work other than a voiceover and an R&D for a year. And I really miss it. I miss being on a set. So I do some um, mentoring through this charity called Arts Emergency, which is brilliant. And if anyone's listening and you have a job in the arts... It's so good. Yeah, it's a brilliant organisation and they need support. So I took my mentor... Mentee. Mentee. I took my mentee to visit a set through uh, a girl called Flo, who is lovely, and I worked with her on Victoria 
so we went to go and visit this the set of this Sky One drama. Nice. Um, and I missed it so much. It was it was it was brilliant for her to see how you know how much she got out of it. it was brilliant. But it was a very weird feeling to be there and think, oh God, like I'm not gonna get to do this again. And in that moment, I kind of I I think that's why. Basically, put that video up because I think he wanted everyone to go. Oh God, Kev, you're such a good actor. It's all right that you touched up Anthony Rapp when he was 14 years old. It's fine, you know. Because look at your look screen. at your acting. Your you're so. You might as well. You have this thing every time someone goes, and that's a wrap on Tilly Steele. There's a big round of applause mm. where you're so happy and you've had such an amazing time, but you also, in your heart, believe that it's the last job you're going to You're like, and that's me done. No one will ever employ me again. But for Kevin <coughs> Spacey, for Kevin Spacey, he has gone to reality. work. He's never been out of work yeah. for, for 30 years. He's, yeah. never, he's, he's been one of the most in-demand actors in the be world. the opposite of us. He must be in denial that he has done his last acting job. Yeah. Because he has. Mm. Like, it's really, really unlikely. Yeah. That he's, his career is ruined. Yeah, it's over. He'll never, ever work again. Can I just talk for a moment? Please. About the bravery of Anthony Rapp. Mm. I cannot even mm. comprehend the bravery of someone like Anthony, who, if you've never seen Anthony Rapp perform, I really recommend typing into YouTube him singing um, he is an incredible talent and I'm a big Rent fan so I always really liked Anthony Rapp I, I cannot comprehend the amount of bravery it took to make the decision to speak out especially towards someone like yeah. Spacey who had been systematically protected for yeah. 20 years yeah. and Anthony Rapp is a very successful actor and um, but he has never achieved the kind of mainstream... He's now in a, a Netflix show, which is um, the Star Trek Discovery series, which is really, really good. He plays um, this very sarky kind of science um, guy on the ship, and he's very, very talented. He, in that moment that he came forward to speak, it takes a kind of... This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Grace and ability to know that, to speak your truth in that way, it's like, it takes a kind of dignity that's like, okay, I'm going to be all right because I'm going to tell the truth. And I just think that's incredible. It's almost putting your kind of personal whatever aside, you're doing it for the sake of something bigger because it was an enormous risk. Like, it could have absolutely backfired. But I think that's the really hopeful thing about Kevin Spacey is everybody knew the culture has shifted so much Mm -hmm. that Anthony Rapp felt 
that he could. That he could. Yeah. That now was a time when actually mm. he would be heard and he would be believed. Because he had been speaking about it for many years. He had given interviews. He just not named it. Yeah, he? where yeah. he said, this happened to me when I was 14, yeah. um, but I can't say the name of the person because I'll get sued or, you know. And that's what I just think is the real silver lining about Kevin Spacey is I can't imagine three years ago a world where he was actually brought down yeah. and he's actually fired from House of Cards. Like, to me, yeah. that shows such a quick shift and yeah. it's the power of, like, all these people who've spoken out, which is really, like, hopeful. It's the collective everyone coming together yeah. who has been victimised and yeah. saying, OK, you've done this to us, but you... Now you're not, you don't get to yeah. control the narrative anymore. We're taking back yeah. that power, and, and where it's yeah. now actually, it's actually dangerous and unprofitable for big companies and big yeah. businesses and big TV companies to take those people on mm. and to not fire those people. Whereas before, it would have been the other way around. Yeah. They would have been the people in power. Whereas the the kind of under the grassroots campaigning mm. that's happened has meant there was absolutely no way his agent and his publicist could have kept him on. There was no, just no way no. that was an option for them. Yeah. I'm sure that they let him go because of morals as well, but I also think... Well. I think the reason Kevin Spacey was allowed to do what he did was because he was awful, because mm. he was manipulative and all-powerful, etc. But also because slowly a culture was built up over time mm. when nobody sat him down and called him out yeah. explicitly. Yeah. And if and you do start to believe you are untouchable when you have that level of power that's then added on to... Oh, now I, now, I, now I guess I run the LV. Oh, yeah. I get, and, now I, and now I do this, and now I do that, and yeah. now I'm responsible for this huge Netflix show, so I am above everyone yeah. else. Having said that, though, yeah, what was that thing he was working on where it got shut... Two days of filming, it got shut down for two days because he'd come on too strong, in quotes, sexually assaulted a younger cast member. What? And the whole show got shut down for two days. I can't remember if it was House of Cards or something else. So maybe at that point you would think, if that was you, you'd go, oh, oh whoa. <laughs> I've clearly done something wrong. Mm. I'm, give, I'm being too empathetic towards him to imagine that he wasn't aware of, because obviously he was aware of what he was doing. And that's the that's the only enjoyment they get out of it. Yeah. If there wasn't an uncomfortable person who didn't want to do it on the other receiving end, yeah. they wouldn't do it, because it's all about the power. That's yeah. the thing, is... That's what I find whenever anyone's like, I would never have... His apology, in quotations, oh my God. to Anthony Rat, where he said, I, you know, I apologise for any drunken... And it's like, no, 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 no. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. That was what was enjoyable yeah. to you. Yeah. That is what you enjoyed. We should talk about that, his apology on Twitter, and also the fact he used it as an opportunity to come out as mm. being gay. Yeah. So we should all go, oh my God, it was him being suppressed and repressed, and that's... Poor him. Which, again, is... I feel like there's something weird happening with our podcast. Whenever we decide to talk about someone, something happens in the news. So have you seen the thing with Ian McKellen? Yes. Yeah, so... We should say Ian McKellen's not a nonce. (laughs) (laughs) He's just... um, He was doing a podcast and he said... He's now apologised fully. He said that he felt that there was an element in it where if people feel they can be free about their sexuality, then that and somehow influences mm. them being an abuser, which is... Not true. Emphatically not true. Yeah. Um, and I think it totally misses the mark as well of why Kevin Spacey was in the closet for so long. He was in the closet because he made that decision. And I don't... I have friends in the industry who are out, and I have friends in the industry who are not out, mm. and I, I don't think there's anything saying that you should come out or shouldn't because it's a personal decision. 
and I, I understand the reasons behind both of them. That being said, I think there is something in the way Kevin Spacey chose to live his life and the way Anthony Rapp has chosen to live his life. Um, I just think it's interesting. The thing is, with Kevin Spacey, it's almost the other way around, where he used... he. He purposely kept himself really enigmatic. Is that yes. the word? Yeah. Um, sort of in order to abuse people. It wasn't. It wasn't like oh, he was sad about being yeah, gay. So he, he'd, he no. was very open about being gay with people that he knew yeah. on set, on you know, at the old Vic. Mm. He just wasn't in the papers about it, mm. and he used the kind of awkwardness around how people report LGBT issues. Yes. This is, this, you're completely saying what I tried to say in my head, but I'm... <laughs> because he was in a position of power, your friends who are in the closet are doing it because of how they'll be attacked for being gay or mis- miscast for mm. being gay. He used it because he thought, oh, then any rumours about me yes. having sex with men will be misconstrued yes. if I'm in the absolutely, closet. absolutely, absolutely. Rather than because I'm raping them (laughs) he also said um, there's a quote here of him saying I find it sad that by not talking about who I sleep with that makes me mysterious there was a time when I would have been called a gentleman which is so anyone who uses the word gentleman about themselves nonce instantaneous (laughs) nonce shut down okay have you seen his brother yes oh my god the limousine driver well I purposely didn't bring him up because I have no idea how to be respectful because I'm not a gentleman. <laughs> this poor guy, this poor guy. I really like him. He's so he's a he's a Rod Stewart impersonator, mm-hmm. um, and he's written a book about the abuse that he suffered at the hands of his father. And he's estranged from both Kevin Spacey and uh, I think they have a sister. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he came out and sort of. It was post Kevin Spacey, everything being revealed, he mm. came out and said, I mean, he's very critical of Kevin Spacey mm. and says he's not a nice person, but he's very explicit with saying mm. that their father abused them sexually and uh, physically, mm. which obviously is not then any legitimacy for Kevin mm. Spacey to go on and be and be an abuser, but it you can see how it's mm. cyclical. Yeah. But what he's sort of doing is presenting that you don't have to... You don't. You can break that cycle, kind of, by going and being a Bond Stewart impersonator instead yeah. and the limo driver. Which is really sweet. Are you going to edit this so we're not in contempt of court, and so neither of us sound like rape apologists? Uh, depends how much time I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we're gonna get sued. We're gonna get sued. We're doing a podcast where every week we bitch about somebody who could who massively <laughs> sue us and ruin day. our lives. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's gonna happen. I think so. Who? Do you know the satire laws in this country though are amazing? Like, are they? That's one of the that's one thing that makes me proud to be British is our mm. sense of humour. Yeah. So you are allowed I mean none of this is satire, we're just talking about people. <laughs> it's a it's a posh to say that this <laughs> this I, thing that we do is satire. It's maybe I'll edit out Chris Morris would like a word. <laughs> I'm going to edit out the bit where I Let's get Chris Morris on the podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. Maybe he already is. I know is. Tom. I don't know. I've met him, like, twice. And we should get... Who's the, who's the Radio 1 presenter who does the morning shows where he does... I, that's the kind of information that I don't have in my brain. Chris. Chris Moyles. Yeah. We're more of a Chris Moyles than a Chris Morris. I yeah, to say. I'm we so are. I'm so sorry to we us. Are. 
and I, I mean, I've listened to both in my life. I used to listen to Chris Moore when I was younger. There you go. It's had a cultural impact on the person you've become. So that was Kevin Spacey. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry that he was. There was no redeeming features, really, and nothing really uplifting. And also, we didn't really add anything to the debate around Kevin Spacey other than we also think he's bad. Yeah. Power is bad, sexually assaulting people is bad, but mm. the silver lining is that the culture is shifting, and that's really amazing. Yeah, and I hope that it can shift to one where we're not all just clamouring for power over each other, mm. and maybe we can all just be together. It would be great if we had an acting industry where um, there wasn't like the hierarchy of jobs that there is now. Yeah. Someone like Tom Cruise, mm. not Tom Cruise, who's... who's um, Who's famous? Um, what about go for um, Emma Stone? So one where Emma Stone has to like, um, well she doesn't have to, but she can do a big film and then three months later she can go and do TIE around Birmingham for two oh months. Oh my god, I would look. That would be fantastic. And no one's like, oh, why are you doing TIE? Everyone's in like, Birmingham. Come in Birmingham. You know? Do you know what? That would be great because then then everyone could just do everything. Yeah. That they wanted to do. And we'll all, we'll all take it in turns to... To be Emma Stone. To be Emma Stone. <laughs> I'm you not doing anything next month. You have got big eyes. And that's the only big thing I've got on my body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tiffany Steele and Helen Monks. Our music is by Dave Cribb. And our artwork was designed by Luke W. Robson. Next week, we're going to be bitching about Tim Martin. And then the following week, we have our first ever bitching guest. We are so excited. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code AnyStyle24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, promo code AnyStyle24.